in July of 2019, I was probably hiding in a corner <laughs> at your engagement party, like no, like texting Michael, like we've got to go, gotta like go. I need to leave. You're listening to the Big Sister Complex podcast, the podcast where two big sisters and recovering perfectionists figure out their 20s in real time. We're exploring the elements of our lives from building relationships to establishing our early careers and celebrating all of the imperfections along the way. Because looking back on it, we actually haven't been friends as long as we thought we have. I know. I was shocked. I was like looking at the timeline of like when we met and became friends. And I know I texted you. I was like, there's no way we only met in this year. And you're like, no, we did. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't even think it's been like, what, five years? Not even. No. But I feel like, and I know we'll get into this, but I feel like when you went through like COVID era and quarantine with people, like you guys were in our like quarantine pod of people that we would see. And I feel like that like relationships just exponentially deepened during Mm -hmm. that time because you were only seeing such a small group of people. Yeah. And that year felt like three or four years. So it felt like time. Let's not go back. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Okay. So let's kind of just dive in. Chelsea, do you want to start us off? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's just, I think we need to set the scene. Yes. It's 2018, the fall of 2018, right? That's kind of where it all begins. I'm page one. Page one. I'm starting to date my now husband, Drew. You're starting to date your now husband, Michael. Mm-hmm. And that's like how we meet. Yes. Through our husbands. Through those good old boys. God bless them. Playing video games somewhere. Oh my gosh. Yes. So I came onto the scene a little later just for context. So Drew and Chelsea, who are now mm-hmm. married, and my husband, Michael, were all really close friends. They all went through this church internship program mm-hmm. together, and that's how they did college. And I didn't – well, I met Michael while he was in college. We were just friends for a year before we started dating, but I didn't start dating Michael until the fall after he had graduated. Mm-hmm. So there had been, like, a little bit of time, and actually one of the first, um, like, deep, meaningful conversations I remember having with Michael – was he was talking about you guys and like his whole college friend group and you were all yeah. kind of in that like post graduation era of like in well my we were Taylor still Swift moments so I keep singing era <laughs> but you you guys like were all post grad and kind of like figuring out your lives well and was, Michael was post grad we oh. were all still in school okay that makes so more sense. he was like all the people he was roommates with were still in the like the same program oh, okay. and he was out of it so it's like. That yes, weird life. That makes life. way more sense. I had in my head that you guys all graduated together. No, we but, graduated the next year. Yeah. So he was definitely kind of off on his own. And I remember that was like, I remember it like it was yesterday. We were sitting in his Jeep, now our Jeep, at Wawa. <laughs> Jeep that I hate, if you know, you know. <laughs> um, we were sitting in the Jeep at Wawa eating like ices or something. And he was talking to me about you guys and how he like just really missed hanging out with his friends. And mm. I was like, you should... Hey, like you should reach out to them and like ask them to hang out. I'm sure they miss you and like want to hang out with you. And I feel like that is how like the snowball of our friendship kind of like got pushed off the hill, at least from my perspective. Yeah. I, okay. I wrote this down and I, I like my first memory of you was just like, I knew out there in the like realm, Michael was talking to someone, but he was like a very secretive guy and like, he's very like, private, very private. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, not secretive, private, but <laughs> But he, like, he's the type of guy where it's, like, if he was going to bring you around, it was, like, okay, this is her. And so we kind of knew he was talking to this girl. And then I remember he posted you, like, a very casual photo on his story. 
Because you guys are going to, not the concert, the movie on the lawn. Yes. Maybe he had posted you before, but that was like one of the first ones that I was like, oh, this girl is like, this girl's around. I remember She's gonna the enter picture the scene. he posted. It was me, me too. putting blankets in the trunk yes, of my like car. Yes, those like Mexican, like really cool <laughs> yeah. looking blankets. Yeah. Yeah, like the iconic beach blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was our our last date that we went on before we like became official like girlfriend and boyfriend. And so I feel like maybe that's why he posted it. I don't know. He was like feeling okay. pretty confident at yeah. that point. Um, but yeah, so we started dating... It was October 30th of 2018, and I had known who you guys all were, obviously, because I had been going to the church where you guys were interning and, like, mm-hmm. had seen you around, but I was honestly, like, super intimidated by you, which I know we've talked about a lot yeah. since, and we'll get into it more, but I just kind of feel like I skirted around, and I had my own group of friends who weren't in the internship, and I feel yeah. like the internship was a very, like, um, I don't want to say like secluded, but you guys were all just also busy and you yeah. were doing so much all the time. Like yep. you were, you were there all day. You all lived together. You did school together. And so if you weren't in that kind of world, it was like hard to get to know the people in that world. Yeah. It's so, like a completely different world. Yeah. So I kind of had my own friends and whatever, but I knew who you guys were. And I remember after Michael and I started dating, I was like, well, these are his people. So like mm-hmm. I need to make more of an effort because also like before Michael and I were dating I avoided him like the plague (laughs) at church I don't know why like I would see him and I'd be like awkward wave run away like bye see you later um it because it just felt like such an important environment to him and I knew so many of the people that were there like he really cared about what they thought and it was just like all of his favorite people and it was just very like high pressure for me to be seen with him yeah it's like meeting his parents essentially that's how it felt and I was just like not ready and it's for because that. a lot of people just knew who he was yeah so it was kind of like it was a high pressure scene yeah he's just one of those nice guys that everyone loves and I mean I like to think I'm nice too <laughs> but I'm I'm much more introverted than he is and he's happy to like talk to everyone so being around him at that time was kind of like daunting so it was like yeah. okay I'm gonna interact with 50 people and they all love him because he's just like a golden retriever, precious sunshine boy. And so it just felt like everyone was very protective of him. Yeah. It was just a lot for me to be like around you guys at the time. But when we started dating, I know I, I made more of a kind of effort to like be open to being around you guys. And I feel like that was where kind of I hit a wall of yeah. like not being able to break into that world as easily as I thought I was going to be able to. Yeah, and from, I think, that friend group, I don't know how accepting we were to, like, invite you in. Which, like, looking back, like, makes me so sad. Like, I don't <laughs> know okay. why, we've but, like, it. we've said, like, we both just, we didn't not, like, we didn't like, e- not like each other, but we also weren't, like, each other's biggest fan. We were just kind of like, I don't really think I like that girl. Right. And I don't know why. But it was like, I don't think I like her. It definitely was not, like, a instantaneous, like, oh, my gosh new friend like no. I feel so comfortable <laughs> no it was more of like a okay I just met this girl and I have mixed feelings yeah and a lot of fear a lot of fear intimidated by you and it's interesting that we both felt that way yeah and I feel like that's something like if I could go back and tell my younger self anything I'd be like you don't need to like be so intimidated by other women because mm-hmm. I just feel like that is such a barrier that I'm always running into. And I feel like girls are always running into when they're meeting other girls, like people that probably think they're really cool and want to be their friend. But it's this like, Oh, she's so pretty. She's so smart. She had, she's friends with all these people. Like that was my thing with you. Mm. I was like new girl on the scene. Very recently started dating Michael who has like 
in love with already. And I was terrified of like doing anything that would be perceived as like not up to his standard, which mm. is so funny now. Yeah, he adores so funny. me. I know he does. Yeah. So. He loves but you. At the time, I was like, okay, well, I just met Chelsea, but she's, like, already besties with everyone. She's, like, everything I wish I was from, like, a leadership Mm -hmm. standpoint and just, like, a character standpoint. And I wish I could go back and be like, that means you should be friends with that girl, you dunce. But I was (laughs) like, I was like, oh, I love everything about this person, and I hate that for me. And I hate that for her, and I'm jealous, so I'm going to hide from her and, like, not be her friend. Well, okay. I think it's funny because I don't know how this was came about and maybe this was like Michael's nickname for you, but, and like, okay, my husband and Michael were college roommates. Like they lived together. And then like all those guys, it was like a house of six of them. It was crazy. And for some reason you were known as hot girl Riley. Nuh-uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no way. And I don't know if that was like the nickname Michael that gave you. So I was talking about it with Drew. I was like, Drew, like, what is my earliest memories with Riley? He was like, oh, yeah, I remember we would just call her Hot Girl Riley. And I was like, okay, Hot Girl Riley. That but I think so that funny. speaks to like how you're talking about, oh, she was someone that I thought was cool. It's like this basis of I'm insecure in this area. And so when I see someone else being that it makes me feel even more secure. So you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So it was kind of like the basis, like we should have been friends a long time ago. Yes. And, but it was like, we were both insecure in different areas. Well, the guys really screwed me with that nickname. Well, no, they didn't. (laughs) Riley. doesn't make it easy. Okay. But it's funny you say that because someone that I know who I'm not going to name on the podcast, but I'll tell you later. Um, I found an old voice recording that Michael had sent this for, or he showed me. I wasn't like snooping through old mm-hmm. voice memos, but he had sent a voice text to this person and the person responded and they were like, um, using code names for me. But it was very that's apparent funny. that it was me because the code name was hot redhead friend. That's And funny. I was like, well, that's, you don't know any other, you don't know any other redheads or you don't have any other redhead friends. So that's was me. Like, that's me. And also now we're married, so I know it was me, or I really hope it was me. (laughs) But from the context of... Anyway, so I think that's probably something Michael and that person started and somehow got back to you. Yeah, I think it was just like a... Probably Drew. Drew tells me everything. Nothing safe. Nothing safe. If it was Drew, I would have named that name right here because we're already talking about it. It was not Drew. But anyway, yeah, I just... I feel like that intimidation is so hard for girls to get around. Mm -hmm. And I wish that we could just, you know... You can't go back and like make yeah. up for lost time. And obviously we're like best friends now. So mm-hmm. that's awesome. Love that for us. But I, if there was anything I could go back and do, I would like sit us both down and be like, you have so much in common. Yep. So much that we'll get into in future episodes of this so podcast. Much. <laughs> and um, you should just be friends and just get over yourselves because you're both smart and funny and beautiful people. Yeah. I feel like for me, our friendship began to evolve around like my engagement season yes and I don't know okay were you at my engagement party at Cobham Pin no were you invited uh wait was I at your engagement party I feel like everyone in that time of our lives everyone did their birthday and engagement and all those parties at Cobham Pin yeah always well because Michael like was there because I look back at Maybe photos we stopped by like very briefly but there you were not in any of the photos but I wouldn't have wanted to be <laughs> I don't remember if you were there or not, but basically I got engaged in July mm-hmm. and then like in Africa and we came back. Oh, wait, what year? 
2019. Okay. Then, yeah, I, I was probably there because then Michael and I had been dating for like nine or ten months at that point. Yeah. So I got engaged, came back from Africa, and like the next day was that engagement party. Yes. Okay, yes. I was there. I remember that. And that just goes to show how long it took Chelsea and I to become friends. Yeah. Because we're, we, this whole time of like Chelsea starting to date Drew, me starting to date Michael, him bringing me around and like feeling a lot of resistance from this friend group, that was in fall of 2018. In July of 2019, I was probably hiding in a corner <laughs> at your engagement party. Like, no. Like texting Michael, like, we've got to go. Gotta like, go. I need to leave. I'm so anxious. That makes me so sad. That's like seven, eight, nine months we just yeah. were not friends think of all the double dates we could have gone on i know but we have a lifetime of them now that's true so my favorite story with your engagement season is i like this is (laughs) so funny to me i remember vividly getting a text on my phone and i don't remember which came first i think it was your bridal shower came first i got i was put in a group text about chelsea's bridal shower and i was like "Mm, that's odd like not like that i I didn't like hate you, and I was like, "Oh, why would I go to that?" But I was just so surprised. Yeah, because you were definitely like a friend, like on the outer tier. Yeah, like if I, you have circles of friends, it was like the very yes, like. Okay. And I was very aware, like I was very much a, like, "Oh, that's Michael's girlfriend, Riley." Like I was not mm-hmm. like hanging out at the group hangs and like yeah. not in the group text. Like I was just like there when he brought me around, and we really didn't hang out with you guys. Like no, we did not. We weren't doing big like group parties or hanging out at that time it was like Michael and I would hang out and then he would go hang out like with his guy friends but I never met like the girlfriends or wives of his guy friends like in that kind of context so anyway I got that text and I was like suspicious but okay and I wrote this in my notes that we've since abandoned but I remember writing it down because I was like this is so funny I agonized for like a week over what to get you for your gift and I'm like in in hindsight I don't know why I didn't think to look at your like registry that would have been an easy solution I don't I maybe someone didn't send it to me or I didn't know where to find it or whatever but I just remember being so anxious and like running all these ideas by Michael of like what to get you guys and he Mm -hmm. was like just pick something like they're not gonna care they're getting a ton of gifts and like if they don't like it they'll they'll get something else they'll exchange it they'll re-gift it whatever Mm -hmm. and I was like no it has to be perfect because I was like very aware I was like I'm on the edge like if I get her a bad gift like it's over like they're gonna kick me off this cliff and feel nothing okay but sometimes as girls we can be a little judgmental that way yeah I feel like it was a valid fear it's a very valid fear about you but I'm just no I feel like that's in general like I stress over wedding presents today yeah like is this present gonna show the person how much I care about them yeah is my present too big? Oh, for real. <laughs> is it too small? too small? Not enough. Not what they want. Not the right color. Not the right size. Gosh, yeah. Um, so stressful. I got you a wine bottle like holder yep. thing. Yep. Which I think you guys still have. We still I just use today. <laughs> so I did okay. And but, for our wedding, you got us a mirror. Yes. Which is currently hanging in Blair's room. Yes. Blair's I my daughter. That. Beautiful baby Blair. Yeah. The That's just a sidetrack note. Um, we'll talk more about Blair. Um, so I got you that and I remember driving to your bridal shower and I remember it was in someone's house here in town and I circled the block. Also at this point in my life, this is no longer the case because now I'm married to Michael who's chronically late to everything. But at this point in my life, I was like chronically punctual, like to the point where it actually annoyed me because I could not help. I don't know what it was, but I could not help but be somewhere like to the minute. Like if something started at three, I'm like parking at 2:59 at the door at three. Mm -hmm. And in hindsight, I'm like, I should have really just told myself, just leave 15 minutes after. You don't need to be at a bridal shower the second it starts. So I remember I got there like the second it starts. So to compensate for that, I circled the block 
probably 20 times, like just drove around in circles. And then I parked in the little parking lot across the street and I sat in my car for probably 20 minutes. I called my mom, not like about being there, but just like to kill some time, see what's up with my mom. And then I don't remember actually much of your actual bridal shower. I just remember I don't the either. anxiety of like getting myself up to the door. Oh, that makes me so sad. It's okay. No, no, <laughs> we, it's not okay. We made it, through. it wasn't you though. That's what I'm I saying. know, like, but it was like the people I was friends with. It was like the people around me that were like there that made it not comfortable for you. And that makes me sad. No, I, I don't think it was all them because like. I really think it was more in my head and I am mm. a chronic overthinker and I'm anxious. I yeah. have like social anxiety, which I kind of feel like who doesn't, but <laughs> I let it rule my life for sure, especially at this point. And yeah. I wouldn't even say it's like the people you were friends with. I think it was like the way I perceived myself. Mm. Like I wasn't yeah. thinking about you in that moment. It was a very selfish mindset. I wasn't wow, like, yeah. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, yay for Drew and Chelsea. This is so exciting. I can't wait to go in, give her a gift and tell her that I'm genuinely excited for them. It was like, I don't want to go in here because I'm, I'm self-conscious and I'm nervous mm. that no one really wants me here. Like I got a text. I was invited. So someone, you apparently, someone yeah. wanted me there. Yeah. So I just wish that I could have gone, I keep being like, I want to go back in time, but <laughs> we all do. I wish that I just had taken myself out of my head in that moment. I mean, like this day is not about you. No one's yeah. standing inside being like, oh my God, Riley's walking up to the door. Yeah. The no. nerve. No one's thinking that. Yeah. And if anything, it's like, but that's a story we tell ourselves. Sometimes. I know it was so psycho. So then I don't remember much of your bridal shower, but the, the part that gets funny <laughs> is I was like, okay, I made it through the bridal shower. Cool. And then, like, probably a couple weeks later, I got a text. I was in another group text, and it was about your bachelorette party. Yes. And it was an overnight bachelorette party <laughs> in Orlando. Yep. And I went to Michael, and I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like, they put me <laughs> no. in this group text on accident. Like, I was, I'm not even joking. I was 100% certain. I was like, they put me in this group text for Chelsea's bachelorette party on accident. They must have accidentally pulled my number out of the bridal shower text. Like, I'm mortified. How am I going to tell them that I'm in this thread? Like, they're probably all, like, they're probably all sitting in a room somewhere laughing their heads off about how I'm in this text and about how they're going to, like, uninvite me and it's going to be so funny. Like, that was what was in my head. I was that like, makes me, that makes me feel so sad. We've talked about this before, though, I haven't know. we? Yes, we have, but it's like, ugh. I, I think I haven't gone into this much detail of my no. my brain. So anyway, yeah. I'm I feel like I'm talking a lot, but all that to say, I decided to just go to the dinner because you were doing a dinner in Orlando, yeah. and then you guys were staying over. And yeah. I was like, my thought process was this: I was like, okay, if I show up to the dinner and I mm -hmm. walk in, the worst thing is they're gonna be like, why is she here? Awkward. And then someone's gonna be like, oh my god, no, her number's in the text. Yeah, so awkward. And then I just have dinner with you guys and then just like gracefully depart and let you like go hang out <laughs> with your real it. friends. Um, but I actually feel like at that dinner, like a huge like block of the iceberg just, between us yeah. got chipped off. Yeah. Which well, is because so we sat next to each other. Yeah. Which was like my that was the worst night of my life. <laughs> and not because it was like we partied it up and like I don't remember anything. It was the worst night of my life for just like drama that I wasn't even involved in but somehow it was like around me or whatever it was not fun I feel but like in a way we bonded because I also didn't know what drama was going right. on I was just like scared to be there and so we just kind of I don't even remember what we talked other. about but I just remember we chatted it yeah. was like I was sitting next to my sister and I think I think my sister and like you yeah which oh, I'm like why yeah. was I sitting next to you I feel like I was the like 
the you are my saving grace. To sit no, it's my you. saving grace. Okay, so I was thinking about. I was like, why did I invite Riley to my bachelorette party? Yeah, why? And <laughs> she's like, yeah, I've been wondering this whole time. Um, I was okay. So I was thinking. I I think it really was just something clicked in my brain where I was like, oh, Riley's the one for Michael. Like, I think there was some evolution of just, like, seeing y'all's relationship from the outside, like, seeing how Michael treated you, how he cared for you, that I was like, oh, he loves her, they're going to get married. Like, okay, she's in our lives. Like, I think it was just something that clicked in me that I was like, okay, like, Michael's in the friend group, Riley's here, they're going to get married, boom, all right, she's in. Like, she's part of it. Like, she's just going to be around forever. Like, let's just invite her. She's coming in. (laughs) Well, you could have told me that. Well, Riley... (laughs) I'm kidding. I wish I would have. I probably would have been a little freaked out if you were like, we don't know each other that well, but I know that you and Michael are going to get married. And so if I would have told you that, then I would have probably that been, like, been terrible. Chelsea's trying to sabotage our relationship by getting in my head. <laughs> no, but yeah, I've, that's like my biggest memory. And then I don't, I don't have much memory of what happened between your bachelorette and your wedding, well, but because it was something had to so happen. I, we had to have had a couple double dates or hung out because yeah. we have a photo together of mm-hmm. the four of us at your wedding. Yep. And we would not have that if we hadn't hung out at all. Okay. Well, I intentionally remember thinking in my head, who do I want photos with tonight? Mm-hmm. Who are going to be like a part of our lives? And I remember telling Drew, we have to get a photo with Michael and Riley. And I remember I don't remember. Oh, Christian. Christian was our photographer. I remember being like, we have to get a photo with them. And like, they were on the dance floor and we just like stepped aside and grabbed a photo with you guys. I don't really have that many photos like with other people besides my like bridal party. Like looking back on my photos. I don't either. As you're saying that, I'm like, I should have taken more pictures. Yeah. I didn't think about that. But I just remember I was like, I need a photo with them. Yeah. I looked at it the other day because you put it in that folder that we have. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I feel like something clicked when you guys got married. Mm -hmm. And I think it was just kind of like how you were saying like this finality that you felt about me being in Michael's life, like something about you two getting married and being like best friends with Michael. Like at that point, obviously I hoped that we would get married and I hoped that we'd stay together, but I didn't know, but I did know that you guys were really important to him. Yeah. And that like something about you guys getting married and just being this like strong unit. I was like, well, let's just align ourselves with that. Mm. Like we didn't really have any other couple friends at the time. Yeah. And so, and then shortly after that wedding happened, which I'm like, this is what's crazy. It went, it went within six months from me being like, Oh no, I'm invited on accident to Chelsea's <laughs> bridal shower and bachelorette party to, to us like being quarantine buddies. Being quarantine buddies. Yeah. It happened so fast. And I really just feel like it was like, I don't know. I don't want to say we ever had this like, cause we never even had a big conversation. Like nope. we never even had a big like heart to heart. It just Mm-mm. kind of happened. And I feel like it was maybe just a little bit of each of us internally being like, all right, like this girl's around. So like, let's make the best out of it. Yeah. And like, let's just become friends. And then I do feel like it was pretty easy once we got talking because we didn't really ever talk that much. So no. I think hanging out and just talking about our lives and getting to know each other became a lot easier yeah. to like each other. Well, once Drew and I got married, it's like a weird thing when you're the first one in your friend group to get married. Right. Mm. Cause it's like all of, I wouldn't know we were like the last <laughs> Okay, well, all of, like, imagine what you experienced with the opposites. Like, all of my friends were single. Mm. So they're like, oh, let's, I'm going to go on a date with this boy or let's go do this, let's go do that. And I'm like, 
I would rather stay at home and watch Gossip Girl with my husband. Like, that's just where I was at. Like, I was in the honeymoon phase. Like, we had yeah. just gotten married. I wanted to be at the in my home with, like, my husband. And so a lot of the people I was friends with weren't in that season. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have relationships that were serious at all. And so not that you, like, leave those people and you're not friends with them. But it's almost like your lives are on different trajectories. And so it's hard to, like align your evenings or days because your schedules are different or you're whatever in different school or something like that. So I remember you guys are our first like serious couple friends because I was like, Oh, who can we invite over? That's like, and when you find a good couple friend where it's like, it's just so nice. The husband and the wife are good to be around because sometimes it's like one or the other. And it's like, I feel really blessed that we have like a solid group of good couple friends where it's like, I, actually enjoy hanging out with every person there yes because i feel like sometimes it's like oh all the wives are friends and their husbands are just here or vice versa versa, yeah or it's like there's drama between this couple and this couple like we are so blessed with our friend group that i'm so thankful like we could just cherry pick any random sampling of like the eight of us and we would get along or however many and like anyone could hang out anyone could hang out it's the best thank goodness for that but like it's crazy that a couple of years ago that like did not exist for us like it was just us four it was just us four and i just remember being and also even though you guys weren't married, you just were like way mature and like in like this, you were both working full-time jobs. You're both teachers. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Sorry. like the memory of me being a teacher is still so triggering. You're like, Oh gosh, like, no, I don't wasn't. talk about it. <laughs> but it was like, you were living the same life. Like we were working the eight to five. We could hang out in the evenings. You know what I'm saying? Like that was the same. And so it was just so nice to have you guys as couple friends and being in that same, like wavelength of wanting to do the same thing and yeah yeah, we just became quickly quarantine buddies just like overnight something happened I remember and I I have a very vivid memory of the first time we hung out after like COVID had started not to get into the whole COVID spiral but you know it had started Michael and I were teachers so we were online teaching Mm -hmm. and it was the first time you guys had invited us over and we were like oh my gosh like they must like us a lot if like, yeah. which we already knew. Cause we kind of controversial that we had you guys over I know, at that I'm time. Like, are we going to get canceled for, but I mean, we really weren't, we were, Michael and I were both staying cause my family is out of state. And so we were mm-hmm. staying either in our respective apartments or he and I would go stay with his parents yeah. and we would do kind of like a week here, a week there. Cause they live like an hour outside of town at the time. And, um, so I remember you guys inviting us over and I was like, Oh wow. Like, it just, it said a lot at that time in society yeah. to like ask someone to hang out in person because you just never knew like how people know felt about yeah, it. No, and so it just communicated to us like, oh, we're really good friends. And I feel like when we kind of became those people for each other, where it's like, I'm not going to see a lot of people, but like, I know we're going to see Drew and Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Like that just really solidified like the, the like, gosh, I'm losing word. Like the sturdiness of our group. It was like, I can count on these people. And then in doing that, and also Catan, I feel like played a huge role. Catan really (laughs) was the reason why. It builds and destroys relationships. At the same time. That should be on the box. (laughs) That really should be their new slogan. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, and then it feels like a blink of an eye from like that spring, summer 2020 season where I feel like we were hanging out like all the Mm -hmm. time and, like that's really where we became close to then all of a sudden it was 2021. Yeah. And then I was, we were getting married and Drew and I were in y'all's wedding. Yes. That's, that's how crazy. crazy it went. So you guys got married in 2019, 2020, beginning 2020, of 2020, 2020 in January. Yep. January 30th. Yes. Wow. I'm a good friend. Imagine me not remembering my own anniversary. <laughs> we would edit it out. Um, 
Yeah, so you guys got married January 30th, 2020, and Michael and I got married July 1st mm-hmm. of 2021. And we went from in that year and a half yeah. of like me being like, wow, I'm invited to Chelsea's wedding. That's so fun. Like, let's grab a picture and off to Mexico. Enjoy your honeymoon. So like <laughs> Drew was one of, which I always knew, like Drew obviously yeah, was always going to be, you know, yeah. whatever. This isn't about them. No. This is about us. And <laughs> we went from like, I just feel like such a prolonged period of like awkwardness and intimidation and fear and anxiety, mm-hmm. like I'm just so thankful that it didn't take us as long to shake that off as yeah. it did to build that weirdness. Yeah. And we went from all of that time, like a year probably yeah, of that. I think it was like a full year. To then a year and a half later, you're like one of my bridesmaids helping yeah. plan all my wedding stuff. Mm-hmm. And we see you guys. Like you walked in my house today and saw my dog and you're like, I've seen you every day for the last five <laughs> days in a row. five days, like, Ruby. That is crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. So for a long time in college, that was my biggest like hurdle was mm-hmm. I would make really good friends and then, but it'd be for like a year or like a yeah. semester because then they'd yeah. leave or they'd go study abroad or whatever, which I was like, oh my God, happy for you guys. Right. But I just never really felt like I had a stable group of friends yeah. in college. And that was actually something that I remember um, Michael, after I graduated, he was talking to me about, you know, like entering mm-hmm. into my career and just like this kind of new phase of life. And he, he said to me, he was like, I'm really like praying for you that you get like some good friendships. Cause I was so scared. I was like, I feel like yeah. everyone makes their lifelong friends in college. And I don't, I mean, I, I have did, good I friends. Did not. <laughs> That's helpful. I have like friends that I had in college and you know, like tons of my bridesmaids were friends I made in college and they're mm-hmm. all amazing and I love them, but I didn't have any like oh, I hang out with you every week. Like I call you when I need you, like constant friends. Yeah. And so that was something that Michael was like really thinking about for me. He was like, I don't Mm. think it's too late for you to get those people. No. But I just never would have expected that it would be you. And like the best way possible. It's like the best surprise. The best surprise. You know, I think it's really beautiful because it's not this like glamorous we've been best friends since middle school story Mm -hmm. it kind of has some pain some hurt some like awkward moments but I think that's life and I think it's just about choosing to like lean into those moments and at some point we both just had to say to ourselves I have to get over myself yes like we both just had to like get over ourselves we had to get over our own insecurities or like that awkwardness of like making an adult friend Mm -hmm. and now thank goodness we did that because our friendship is so deep and like it is a blessing in like so many different areas of our lives. But it was like that initial hurdle of just like insecurity could hold you back. Like imagine, imagine like it makes me so sad. I know. And it would have been so easy. Like that's what blows my mind is I don't think that's what I was saying. Like, it's crazy to me that we never had a big heart to heart. There was never like a moment where we were like, let's lay it all out on the table. Mm -mm. Let's heal from this. Let's move forward. Like it really just feels like, inner work that we each kind of did on our own that just happened to coincide in time Yeah, where like for me personally, I feel like I was just like, I need to grow up and like, I need to stop being scared of like smart, pretty girls Yeah, because like, those are the people like I want to be around like smart career driven women. And I remember that's what you want to be like. So why not surround yourself with people you want to be like? Yeah. I was like, why am I intimidated by this girl who like has this like 
awesome group of friends who is friends with my husband, who's like smart and knows what she wants out of life. And like just all these things that I was so scared of about you. I was like, Mm. that's what I want to be like. Like, that's what I, I want people in my life who are like that. I don't want, and not saying I had people in my life who are the opposite. Like I've always had amazing friends, but there's just something about you that like scared me a lot. And it would have been easy, I think for either of us to just be like, oh, well, she took Michael away from our friend group, so I don't like her. Right. Or, like, she is, you know, like, she's not welcoming me into her friend group, so, like, forget about her. Like, I think we both just had to humble ourselves a lot. Yeah. I would go back and tell myself, you can never have too many friends. Yeah. I think I was just content in the relationships that I had, and it was almost like when you're comfortable, it's like, why try? Yeah. Yeah, honestly, because it was like like I had friends here, I had friends there, so it's like, putting in effort to build a relationship like that you have to put in a lot of effort like it's very like it's hard like you have to kind of even though we both did our own internal work like that was still hard work that we had to do to make our friendship happen and I think looking back I would just tell myself like just please be a person who's just inclusive of everyone like Mm -hmm. that now is like the one of the biggest things that I've like focused on and wanted to like just develop in is when people are around me, do they feel like they're included? Like, I don't have to be a super depth of relationship with you, but like, is the vibe and like the presence that I'm putting out around me, like inclusive of everyone? Because honestly, I've been the person that's been left out a lot more than the person that's been included. Yeah. And I never want people to feel like, oh, it makes me so sad, but I never want people to feel like the way you felt, just even if it was the group or whatever. And I know that I can now change that like vibe and so yeah I wish I would have done that back then for you I know you really can't that's okay (laughs) we all we worked it all out but you just you can't ever have too many friends and I feel like especially me as like more of an introverted person I fall into the same thing Mm -hmm. except for me it's less of like I'm not feeling like I want to include someone and it's more like I don't want to put myself out there even though it was awkward and I probably hated every second of it, <laughs> if I was at your engagement party <laughs> and your bridal shower and everything, like, thank God I did that because yeah. it probably was awkward. Like, I probably looked uncomfortable. There were probably people at the table who were like, why is Riley here? But mm. who cares? Because, like, now we have such a strong friendship and it's not even just about, like, you and me. It's like, It's like, you guys know if you ever need someone to take care of your daughter, like we're 10 minutes down the road any day of the year. And like same, you know, we've counted on each other through so many things. Like my whole pre-engagement season, I feel like I called you every day. I was like, Michael's never going to ask me to marry him. (laughs) What a time that was. We'll get into that story too. (laughs) But I just, I'm so thankful that like in, in each of our unique ways, like we Mm -hmm. did learn to get over ourselves and it feels like kind of a miracle because it's like no one told us to do that like no there was no like mediator it was not like our husbands were friends and they sat us down they were like you need to go be friends with Riley you <laughs> and need if to they would have done Chelsea. that we both would have been like well because you're telling me to I'm not going it probably would have made it worse oh a like, lot worse thank god they didn't yeah they knew us <laughs> they know us we'd be like and I will never be friends with <laughs> because you said that you told me to oop yeah not doing it so it just goes to show you if you are intimidated by someone or mm. I don't know, comfortable like, with where you're at. Yeah. You just, it can never hurt to just reach out anyway. And even yeah. if it's awkward and you're like, I don't belong here a couple years down the road, you may have a best friend out of it and yeah. you won't even remember that feeling. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's pretty much everything about how we met. That's it. And then, I mean, I feel like there's so many little stories that we could, Oh my we gosh. could get into with all those, but you'll have to come back 
next Monday. Next Monday. Come back and listen. If you're listening this far, you know, it would mean so much if you would just give us five stars, give us a review, give us a rating. If you feel like this is five stars, I would say. Even if you don't, it's our first one. Yeah. So just be nice. Have faith in us. Yep. And shoot us a five star. Follow Leave us. Leave a comment. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram. All yep. of that information is in the show notes. We have a YouTube channel we'd love for you to subscribe to so you can keep up with all things Big Sister Complex podcast. Yeah. Love you so much. See you next time. Bye. Bye.